welcome to another web-slinging episode of Cineblokes. I am your host, Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burrows. And we have just come from the cinema, and we have seen Spider-Man Homecoming. Indeed we did. Yeah, uh, that's a thing. It happened. Yeah. Now, based on that reaction, you probably think, oh, it's tall, no, it's terrible. I, I, I'm sorry, mate. It Look, was dreadful. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm very tired. Um, it's been a very long day, uh, but I just, you know, look, we've seen a lot of Spider-Man movies, a lot of them, in a very short period of time, more so than, I think, any other superhero, right? Yeah, no, they like, to, a, they like to reboot the they, Spider-Man every, they, uh, they, every couple of years. Every couple of years, they just reboot it and make four, and then they're like, oh, yeah, no, these aren't good, <laughs> and they wait, and then they just redo them. So, uh, there could be a bit of, you know, Spider-Man burnout, but luckily, luckily for us, and for you, whenever you go see the film, uh, fear not, because taking this hero and putting them in the right hands means you get a great film. Uh, and honestly, I thoroughly enjoyed everything about this movie. So review over then. Yeah, that's it. See, this is what happens. So, so we just bullshit then. Yeah. No, it was it was very good. Um, I don't, you know, should do we want to do spoilers for this? I feel like this one we could probably dance around that. We could dance around some spoilers, yeah. yeah. I don't want to do too much. There are some things that happen in this film that are pretty good reveals, the way they're done. Even if you don't feel right about it, it's still done very well. So, you know, I don't want to give those away for you guys. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll try to give you some plot points and dance around a bit. Um, now, I will say this. Um, you know, first of all, Thank you to Sony right. for pulling their heads out of their bottoms long enough right. to make this possible. Yeah. Okay? However, it must have been stipulated in the contract. It was like, look, we know usually you guys open your films with the Marvel logo. Not this fucking time, okay? This is our film. On it opening on Sony in big fuck off letters that are gonna come at the screen. If you got if any any 3D screens, we want Sony coming out of the screen. Yeah. So just so just they that. know, just so it yeah. sticks with them. All right. Then then you might think, all right, yeah. Then we go to Marvel. No, no. Then we want the Columbia logo with text at the bottom that says a Sony company. Just right. so people are clear, who yeah. owns these fucking rights? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um. But none of that fucking matters because we all clap when we saw the Marvel logo yeah. anyway. So yeah. Back off, Sony. Um, yeah, no, they were very, um, very adamant about making sure that you knew that this is a one-off. <laughs> they, they were like, oh, yeah, here, go ahead and, and try this. But but it's ours. Remember, it comes back to us, um, which oh, is dumb. Because although, I mean, at the end of the credits, it did say Spider-Man will return. I, I hope it returns to Marvel. Which That's... means, yeah, I mean, no, it's a Marvel <laughs> film. They only put that when they're making another Marvel appearance. Right. So... Hopefully, yeah. that means we're going to see this character again. I, I know we will. Um, and I, you know, look. Even if it's not, you know, standalone stuff, as long as he's in the cinematic universe. Sure, yeah, absolutely. And this is one of those things that we've talked about before, um, maybe not in this review, but just, you know, off air, about, you know, these studios, Sony is doing the right thing. Because there's so many studios that own these rights and they do fuck all with them. And. You know, if you would just let the studio that wants to make the film that does right by it, you know, you can have these great joint ventures, mm-hmm. split the profits 50-50, instead of losing out on all the money you made on a film nobody wants to see. Here's We're talking to you, you Fantastic Four. 
Yeah, you know, it's Fox. It's absolutely yeah, no, Fox. Absolutely. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. They're just over there harboring their rights, making shitty films. Yep. Bastards. We're going to keep the X-Men forever. Oh, 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 what? So, wait, Marvel's not going to make toys and release the characters in video games because they don't want to promote our shitty films. Yeah. Bollocks. Yeah, well, you know. That's what you get. Yeah. Fucking team up. And then you could, you know, get a cut of the of the fucking right yeah. to the fucking what? toys of, and shit. Instead of not making your money back. I know. Apocalypse. You, you join the cinematic universe, which you know is never going to die. Right. You know, yeah, see, then suddenly it. Marvel's going to be back on board. They're going to make action figures and put your X-Men back in Marvel versus Capcom. You right. know what I mean? All that stuff. And then you could, you know, just like I said, on the back end, just be like, all right, so we're going to do this, but you guys going to give us a portion of that. Yeah. You know, everybody wins. You don't have to do shit. <laughs> they do all the work for you. Yeah. It's crazy. And then we could see Wolverine and Spider-Man in an Avengers film. Uh, yeah. That would but be it'll never happen. Mind blowing. It'll never happen no, it because won't. they had two successes, and for Fox that means everything will be a success. I know everything's going to be R-rated. Uh, yeah, yeah, they fuck them. So, um, so you know, Spider-Man: Homecoming, it was fantastic, and uh, we'll see you after the next film. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry, <laughs> we got very sidetracked. Yeah. Um, so you know, it, it is, it does follow Civil War, right? As you would expect. So, so we talk plot then. Vaguely. Vaguely, alright. So just keeping it on, you know, keeping it grounded, you yeah. know, staying close to the ground. Yeah, you know, I mean, stuff basically what's revealed in the trailer is, you know, that he gets to keep the suit from Tony Stark. Right. And, and uh, you know, Tony wants him to, like, chillax. Yeah, and he's not given much to do, and he just wants to be an Avenger. And, you know, it's, it, the one thing I did, this film does focus a lot on high school drama. It's very much, you know, and I actually really appreciated that. You would think, oh, why do we care? But no, it's it really demonstrates that he is a child. He's a 15-year-old boy. But here's, here's the thing about it. Well, yeah, there was lots of high school drama. You know what else there was plenty of? Spider-Man. That's right, Power Rangers. Are you fucking listening? You fucking twats. Anyway. I like that all we do is just get mad at other studios for not making the films that we wanted. I know. <laughs> it's just... Sorry, I don't know why they're not taking the right notes. That's my that's my problem. You know, it's you know, D, you look at DC where it was like, oh, you know, just take the right notes and make good characters. And they said, no, 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 we're going to make a universe. And they're like, wait, you don't even have a planet. We don't care. We're making a universe. We'll do it live. You don't have a standalone franchise. <laughs> How are you going to make a universe? We'll do it live. Here, just watch us. Uh, so anyway, so we look. You know that. Things go tits up, and right. he takes the suit back at some point. That's all in the trailers. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all sort of about proving that he can, you know, be Spider-Man without the tech. Right. Sort of a thing, which is how he started, so yeah. he should be able to, you know. Uh, the main villain for the piece... Yeah, Vulture. Is, is the Vulture, which is, uh, I would say, a breath of fresh air. It really for is. For a Spider-Man yeah. villain. It is. It's, it's wonderful to see a, a villain that hasn't been used very often... Uh, is very popular in the comic versions. Um, and honestly, this character is done very, very well. And when we get to casting, we'll absolutely yeah. talk about him. But, uh, as a, as a villain, um, I think this is one of those rare moments where they do a really good job at making a villain that you remember, making a villain that you care about. His motivations are clear. Everything that he does, there's a reason behind. Um, he's not hell bent on world domination. Um, and, 
the other thing too, and they kind of point this out a bit, but he's very much like Spider-Man in that, you know, same kind of, in a different, in a more villainous way, but they have the same kind of story and they're on opposite ends. Um, so it's, it's, he wasn't bitten by a radioactive vulture, but no, you know, no. <laughs> you get my point. And actually, and it's one of those where you also get to see a, another side of the, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, you get to see, uh, uh, you know, because it starts off showing some, some events that happen right after Avengers. Right. You know, and, uh, and, and the organization from the comic books, Damage Control, is actually brought into the fray. Right. And, um, you know, and it's not, it's not, they don't hit you over the head with it. Yeah. And it's all just subtle stuff that if you're familiar with the comics, you're like, oh, I know that. Yeah. You know, and otherwise it's just, again, it adds more layers to this cinematic universe. That's yeah. Been and they do a good job too in kind of giving a different perspective of things we've already seen. Yeah. So, you know, stuff like that where it's like, you know, okay, yeah, the, the Avengers destroyed the city and now we get to see what effect that has on the city and the people in it. Yeah. Um, and all the different things of like, you know, there's a, a whole thing where they're moving from the Avengers Tower to the new Avengers facility that we've seen. But you get to kind of see the backdrop behind that of how that is affecting people that aren't directly connected with it. Um, and it's very interesting the way they just kind of tie this film into the whole franchise without... Well, you see, it doesn't hit you over the head. It's very subtle. It's very much, you know, hey, this exists in this world, and that's all you need, you know? And I, I thought that was great. I thought it was brilliant. It was very well done. Yeah. Um, I mean, aside from that, I don't. there's not really much more plot we can talk about without yeah, no, giving anything away. So yeah, that's, uh, it, that's it's, a, it's a Spider-Man film. Yeah, you know? very much so. So yeah. don't go into it thinking that the billboard with Iron Man's face on it means that the movie is about Iron Man, because it's not. Uh, he's not in yeah. the film very much. Uh, they just use that to sell tickets, you know? Uh, yeah. the, which I don't even know why you would need that, because Spider-Man has never had a problem filling seats. Ever since the yeah. first one came out, right. everyone was all for it. Yeah, look, we all saw the third one I mean, before we knew it was awful. I mean, unless it's Spider-Man turn off the dark, and then... You didn't see it? Yeah, no, yeah, so... I mean, I saw plenty of articles about Spider-Man falling out of the rafters into the audience, but, you know... <laughs> Didn't someone die? I don't know. Maybe. I'm pretty sure the show was cancelled. Yeah, right. So, yeah. anywho. Um, <laughs> there, there. Yeah. Um, you know, I will say this too. You might think, because there's also the rumours about the Shocker is in this film as well, and he absolutely is. Right. But it's not It's not like a, a Spider-Man 3 or a Amazing Spider-Man right. 2 situation. Yeah. You know, Shocker's always been sort of a minor league bad guy as it yeah. is. And so that's all he is in this. He's just a henchman. Right. And you don't see him that much. He's yeah. not, you know, he's not a big threat. There's no but big it's, backstory. It's, yeah, and it's a very clever way to, you know, add a villain without adding a villain. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, they don't highlight him. He's not as huge. You know, he doesn't got any backstory. There's yeah. nothing like that. It's, and really, he's, I mean, the, the way the progression of the story goes, he's sort of just learning this tech yeah right too so that could be set up for a future you sure. know more prominent presence you know Sony how you supposed to fucking build it up <laughs> anyway not, do it all together just not, put them all in there fucking, you know and it's like Spider-Man through the like well look we, we spent all this time setting up that his best friend was going to become the new Green Goblin well good for you so, how do we celebrate? Oh, let's cram Sandman and Venom in the same film. No, it worked great. You love it. Yeah. Oh, fuck so it, anyway. stupid. So, anyway, but no, it's not let's like Let's talk that. about other films yeah. we hate. 
Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, and I'm, what's funny about this too is that the vulture is the main villain of the piece. Sure. But as you said, there is a lot of him, of Spider-Man dealing with being a teenager and things right. like that. So he's almost like his his own enemy in a way. Yeah, no, absolutely, and they do a great job in in kind of characterizing that, and they all throughout the film. Um, you do, like I said before, you get very much a sense that he is a child. Um, you know, there's a whole sequence where, you know, he, uh, he starts, you know, playing around with the suit and tries to learn different things in the suit. And you realize that, oh yeah, no, he's not Tony Stark. Like, he doesn't just know how to work shit. And he basically fights with his suit for a little bit because he, he's a child with, yeah. Tech that's way beyond what he's supposed to be able to have. But we also do see the intelligence that's right. supposed to be there yep. with Peter Parker. Yep. So that is very nice yeah, as well. Yeah, he's, you know, and I, the thing I liked a lot about this film, as much as they did Spider-Man well, because they did, they do Peter Parker very, very well. Um, you know, he is this incredibly intelligent kid who's kind of a loner. <laughs> He's not, you know, super awkward. Super awkward. Very kind of the the way you see him in Civil War is how he is in this whole film. Um, so if you like that, you, you know, you're in for a treat because he's very much a Peter. He's not, you know, look, Andrew Darf, Andrew Garfield did the best he could, but let's just be honest, he's a little too fucking cool to be Spider Man. He tries, but he's not awkward at all. He's so you know, just adding a stutter isn't enough. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's not enough. Nice try, they, Eduardo. They could have done the the nerd girl beautiful girl thing they could have put glasses on him and tied tied his hair back or something pulled the she's all that yeah so I guess with that sort of leads us into casting shouldn't it sure you know yeah. so Tom Holland obviously um yeah. an amazing Spider-Man uh, ah, I'll see what, what you did yeah. there Kaylin. I don't appreciate it but yeah. I see what you did <laughs> um, a spectacular Spider-Man if you will would Thanks. you say he turned off the dark no, no, I wouldn't say that at all. Right. Um, no, uh, Tom Holland is a fantastic choice. Uh, I think he did a great job. I think he really understands, um, you know, who Peter Parker is, uh, who he's supposed to be as Spider-Man. Um, he's honestly, he's so much fun to watch, um, and he's great. Uh, yeah. He's and honestly, it would be weird if you know it was a different actor than who played him in Civil War. So <laughs> very awkward. So it was, it was yeah. a good choice. Yeah, no, it, it was a good choice. He plays off of everybody well. Um, you know, he's, for as young as he is and as unknown and, uh, you know, as unknown as he is, he doesn't have very many listings to his name. Um, it, for him to be able to carry this film is, it's an amazing feat to me. And I, I thought he did a great job and he was, um, yeah, he was, he's perfectly, I'd watch him play Spider-Man, you know, forever, but you know, he's got to grow old. Yeah, I so. mean, and he shows a lot of range. Now, don't get me wrong. He, he doesn't cry nearly as much as Tobey Maguire. No, he does not. But, he doesn't have perma cry face. No, but he does. He does have a lot of emotional range in this film yes, as well. Yes, he does so. very much. Very so. good. Um, who else? Um, Shall we talk about the vulture in the room? Oh yeah, I see what you did there, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um, can we call him a scene stealer? You probably can. <laughs> I mean, most of the time when he's in the scene, it he is the focus. But right, it, he just like you. You can't get enough of him. Yeah. Like, you want to see this bad guy be a bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. He's so good did. at it. Um, yeah, he's, he's great. And honestly, uh, there were, there were moments where I was like, no, give him more. I want to give him more to do. <laughs> Keep him talking. <laughs> um, no, he absolutely does a great job. Um, like I said before, he adds so much depth to 
this character and to this villain, um, which, you know, we were having a discussion earlier, but it is something that I feel like, I'll give it to you that most movies suffer from this, where they just have a one-note villain. Um, and Marvel, I think, suffers from it the most because none of their main characters are one-note. So they keep having these one-off villains that, you know, who's the villain in Thor The Dark World? You don't remember. And even if you do, it's the same as the one in Guardians of the Galaxy. And there are all these kind of one-note characters that you don't really remember. But with this, you know, Michael Keaton playing the Vulture, um, he is a character that you absolutely... You want to see more of him um, because he is that gravitating, you know? And mm. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought he did a great job. I knew he would. Uh, and, of course, you know... Robert Downey Jr. and John Favreau come right. back as Tony Stark and Happy, and uh, I mean they're great as yeah. per usual. Yeah. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow makes an appearance as yeah. White Privilege, um, and what I mean by that is she's in the movie for all of a minute, maybe, right. maybe a minute, yeah. and she took top billing over. People that were in the movie a lot. Most of the movie, for, yeah. Fucking Bokeem uh, Woodbine, who plays yeah. Shocker, is in the movie well more than she is. And right. he's like 12th on the list. Yeah, no, man. I think she even beat out uh, Zanetta. She was, she was Zanetta. third. She was, she was third. It was Tom Jesus Holland, Robert Downey Christ. Jr., Gwyneth fucking Paltrow. Get out. It said that. It said Gwyneth fucking Paltrow. <laughs> well, that's fair. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. <laughs> That's about right. Uh, but I, when I saw that, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, there's she no She should have been at the bottom with, yeah. with yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. Special guests. As like, with Marissa Tomei. That's how she was listed, and she was in the fucking movie yeah, longer. No, I, yeah, I don't understand. Uh, Marissa Tomei is in the film. Yeah. Uh, she reprises her role as Aunt May. Yep. Um, you know, she's not in the film very often. No. Um, and, you know, it makes sense. You know, she, he's... You know, Spider-Man's off doing things. Yeah, but the moments that she has with Tom Holland... Oh, they're great. Oh, very good. Yeah, no, very they're, maternal, they're great. Even though, I mean, she's not his mom. But, yeah. you know, she no, did she, raise yeah, him, right. so... Um, yeah, it's... it's uh, she, she does a good job. They Again, they have really good chemistry. And uh, For those of you wondering, uh, no, Uncle Ben does not die in this film. Yeah, no flashbacks no, to his creation. No, there is no. a point where... He, I mean, and that's in the trailer, too, where his best friend finds out he's Spider-Man. Right. And so... There's like his friends pestering him for details, and the the only detail we get is that he was bitten by a spider. Yeah, they don't even say radioactive spider. Yeah. It's just like you got bit by a spider. Yeah, and you know, so that, and it's great but, that they do nice. that. It's refreshing. They do an origin story without doing an origin story. Yeah, and it's very very refreshing that yeah. we don't have to see all that shit. And and this still the whole movie still functions as a very good origin story in the sense that it's like year one. You yeah. know what I mean? Spider-Man right. year one. You're yeah. still, he's still learning how to be a superhero. Right. And he's still learning about what he can do and what he can't do, In what fact, his limits are. Was it the, the cameo by, uh, I mean, it's more than a cameo because he's in two scenes with Donald Glover. Oh, yeah, right. He plays like this kind of sort of stoned looking yeah. criminal type, but he's like, you got to get better at this part of the job. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's actually a pretty good scene between those two, and I'm not really a Donald Glover fan, but they, yeah. those two going back and forth was a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, what, I, I always say her name wrong, Zenyeha. Zinye, sure, Zenyeha, Zenyada. Zenyada. We'll say Zenyada was Zen, in the film. I it was Zendaya. <laughs> Zendaya. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, she's in the film. Why is she only a one name? Is she like Madonna? Yeah. Yeah, she's like she's like the prince of 
Fuck all. Um, share. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know anything about her. I don't know she played... I think she played Aaliyah in the biopic or something. In what now? Yeah. They did an Aaliyah biopic? Yeah, it was not good. Oh. She don't fucking it's... look anything like Aaliyah. I, well, she doesn't look anything like what she actually looks like in this film. She looks very different, if you've ever seen it. She's one of those... They dumbed her down but quite a bit. Yeah, she looked like she had a coke habit in this film. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Most of the time, it looks like she's on drugs. Uh, it does. Uh, look, um, and her lips are kind of like, they look almost chapped a lot, you know. See, I, th- I think she has a drug problem in this. I think she's we'll, got a Spider-Man problem. We'll find but, out in the next film. Yeah, probably. we'll see. Um, but honestly, uh, she is cast as Michelle. And um, she's great. Uh, she's uh, honestly, she's got a lot of really funny lines. Yeah. Um, she's not a central character at all. No. Nope. Um, but you know, she does show up, and you know, she's part of his high school universe. Yeah. Same with uh, his uh, with his best friend. I yeah. I don't know who that is. Yeah, the guy in the chair. Yeah, the guy in the chair. He was very very funny. He was very funny. Uh, again, one of those testaments to you know this actor we've never really seen before, mm. just being able to... Honestly, every time they went back and forth, I was like, oh, I could watch them do yeah, this no, all day. And, and he was you, great. You feel like those two are like friends in real life. Right. That's how how convincing they were with yeah. their chemistry. Yeah, so. they know everything about each other. The best friends. Yeah, it's great. Um, so, what action, special effects? Yeah. Do that? Uh, so, look, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was disappointed in one big aspect of this film. And that is that Spider-Man seems to have no fucking spider sense whatsoever. <laughs> Not once is his spidey sense tingling. He gets hit from behind and on the side. That's, that's true. So much. That's true. He's got all. He's got everything, uh, but the spidey sense. You're right. Maybe maybe he's got to learn how to use that. I don't know. Uh, who knows? Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, sorry, maybe, mate. They, maybe they just didn't want to recreate all those slow motion shots from the original Spider-Man for when when he was like sensing something. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, he's, he's got the reflexes though. Yeah. A bit. Um, yeah, it's I, I, um, action-wise, it, there's a lot of good action sequences. Um, you know, there's a lot of Spider-Man being Spider-Man and... Yeah. Um, I mean, and there is a lot of CGI. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's done well. You know, it looks good. Yeah. Um, I do feel like they, they, and I don't know if it's just like a, they do it because they want to show that it's actually the actor. But there are a lot of scenes where Spider-Man takes his mask off and does things. Yeah, you know, that's true. And I do get that. You don't, yeah. you don't they, want to hide yourself too much. But no, you know what though? He does still do stuff as Spider-Man. Oh yeah, no. He without does. yeah, they they do yeah. a couple of those things. Um, but I'm just saying, like I feel like in certain action sequences, you do that so that you can be like, no, look, we're using real people. Yeah, right, right. So, and and Tom Holland is like a gymnast or some shit. So they, I'm sure they wanted to be like, no, look, he can flip. We don't need the green screen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's a lot of really great action in this film. Um, you know, you, you do kind of get to see Spider-Man do all the things that you would want Spider-Man to do. If you fucking said does everything a spider can, I was going to slap you right now. I was just literally going to reach It was right here. It was right on the tip of my you. tongue. I wanted to say it, but I didn't. But I think I should have now. <laughs> no, I think about it. We can do a take two. Wasted opportunity. I'll know. We'll do a second take, and I'll, that's what I'll do. I'll nope. do that. No. Nope. Fuck. <laughs> you right. lost it. Damn it. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of good action. Uh, you know, a lot of 
Spider-Man. Yeah. Doing Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. Uh, I really, I think we covered it. Yeah, we can't, look, look, there's a lot of stuff. special effects. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we don't, you know, really want to give away. And, you know, it's, uh, again, it's an origin story without being an origin story. So there's not a whole lot we need to kind of dive into. I, I didn't have hardly any problems with the film. There wasn't really anything that bothered me. Um, you know, the film is very funny. There's a lot of action. Um, you know, he, he's a good Peter Parker and he's a great Spider-Man and it's, it's good. It's a good film. Yeah. Um, we'll, honorable mention. Right. We did not mention in casting, but I feel like we should. And that would be Chris Evans. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's these educational videos that pop up throughout the film that Captain America has apparently has yeah. been, has filmed uh, for the school, and he's he's great. Yeah, yeah it's it's one of those putting the cheese on. You yeah, know? it's this cameo where you're just like, oh, I didn't know Cap was in this, and it's it's done well. And look, anytime you can put Chris Evans in something, let him ham it up. It's it's pretty great. So yeah. there's a few of them in there, and they're they're all pretty funny. Yeah. It does deserve an honourable mention. Um, and as per most Marvel films, there is a mid credit scene and an end credit scene right so so stay and by end credit i mean you're gonna sit through all of the credits yeah, no you are it's there's no and know, that one the the one that's mid credit is more story oriented and the one at the end is really just for laughs which i feel like that's what they do in yeah, general right the one at the end is just sort of a hey there's a chuckle maybe right um sometimes like, i think the one at the end of guardians 2 was not very funny but that's just me. Was, they, oh, yeah, that's right. They already but they, were, that but they did five of them, and the first yeah. four were great. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that one was a failure. Right. And again, it was because they already had done that scene yeah, earlier. Right. So, no, it was, one, no. Yeah, no right. But this one I thought was very funny. Yeah, I, I thought so too. I so, yeah. Should we rate this? Yeah, let's rate it. All right, you go first. What, you want me to go first? Yeah, All right. Right. I think I went first uh, well, last time. I'm going to give it. Oh, you never go first. That's true. You lying wanker. Uh, so I'm going to give it uh, 4.5 wow, out of 5 cases of arc reactors that Tony just keeps on hand at all times. <laughs> you never know when you're going to run out. Oh, you, you can't have... Which also makes no fucking sense. It's yet it removes. But I guess you still need them to power the Iron Man yeah. suit. But whatever. Right, I am going to give it 4.5 out of 5 characters who think Aunt May is hot. That's what I'm giving it. There was a lot of that going on. There was. There was. Tony Stark's not the only one. She stays breaking hearts in Queens. That's right, she does. I get it. Dude, she still looks good. She absolutely does. Look, I'm I'm one of those. So, call me up, Aunt May. All right, so this has been Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burroughs. And we will see you after the next film. Mm-hmm.